Hello, this is Zaya Brookside and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio and this is the Prediction Addiction, a special Prediction Addiction episode for, uh, you know, we like to cover some um, local independent wrestling and Today we're going to cover some uh, my favorite independent wrestling uh, promotion, my my home promotion, if you will. Uh, APW presents uh, Sucker Free coming up uh, next week on July 17th, or August 17th, I'm sorry. And uh, I'm not here alone, I'm here joined via via satellite, via Skype, uh, from Cindy from NoDQ.com. Cindy, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, Corey. How about you? I'm doing good. Good. Another. I, I wanted to have another APW faithful on the show. You know that 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 knew some extensive background of of everything we were talking about here. So I felt like you were a good candidate. Oh yeah, <laughs> especially coming into independent wrestling scene for like over a year now. It comes to show that all pro wrestling put up one heck of a show. Yeah, the last couple shows they did was uh, the last one was the King of Indies, and before that was was Bay Area Bash, right? Correct. Yeah, and those are two really good shows. Um, but guys, if you want to listen to any of our our other shows, you could find us at SoundCloud.com/slash City Wrestling Radio. Also, across other fine podcast application applications, including iTunes, Google, Stitcher, and Castbox. If you want to follow us on social media, like, share, and subscribe. We need to hear from you guys. We want to hear questions, comments about anything we say on the show or anything just in general with wrestling. Just shoot us something. Let us know. We are at CWR415. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Cindy, where can they find you on uh, on Twitter and Facebook and the fine interwebs? Well, you guys, you can follow me at nodq.com slash Cindy. That's going to take you directly to my Twitter page, also, you can follow me at simply underscore C underscore OK on Instagram and my YouTube channel. I also have a second YouTube channel devoted for independent wrestling high videos and review, which is Tyson Poppy Production. It's spelled T-Y-C-I-N and then Poppy Production. And regarding WWE news and other wrestling-related news, make sure to check out NoDQ.com for all the latest news on the website and on Twitter and YouTube. Yeah, very nice, very nice. Yeah, I uh, recently started following a uh, uh, no no It's a pretty good site. I like it. Oh, totally. It's uh, like one of my favorite website of all. But we're not here. Let's not here. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not talk about us. Let's talk about APW though. APW oh, presents yeah. Sucker Free. Like I said, next week, August seventeenth, not July. Like I said previously. And uh, we're it's a prediction addiction show, so we're here to do a little predicting on the match card, kind of see uh, what we think about the matches going forward. Uh, so our first match of the night, and you know it, uh, you know card always subject to change. Um, our first match of the night is uh, Rick Luxury with uh, Lucian Delight versus Will Hobbs in a singles match. Cindy, what do you think about this match? Well, I'm actually looking forward to this match. Especially the fact that you have Rick Luxury as one half of the bad boy personify. And coming up with like some other rivalries he had in the past APW show, I mean, he is like one of those top heels along with Boyce Legrand and under the guidance of Lucian Lane. Yeah. Um, pretty much, I have a feeling he's not going to win this match. I mean, with Will Hobbs, 
I mean, he's been with APW for the past couple of years now, and all everybody loves Will, no matter what, especially showing his hard work ability, his willpower. He definitely has like a, a, a charisma to him that it's like you're, you're just naturally drawn to him. Either, you know, whether he's in the ring or just uh, working the merch table, you just want to go up and talk to the guy because he's just so nice. Oh, totally. And then prior to the show, he always come up to fans, shake his hands, mm -hmm. and say thank you for coming. He's like one of those most humble wrestlers I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, probably right up there, I'd say, with like Cody Rhodes or something. It, right in, in, in terms of humbleness, you know. I think Will Hobbs is definitely, like, he's still a little younger in the game, right? How long has he been wrestling for? Just a few years, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, this is going to be, it's gonna be a good match. I think it'll be a good match to start out the show. Um, I, I, I think, uh, unless they're going to start a program with, uh, Rick Luxury and Will Hobbs, which could happen because, you know, I think Rick Luxury doesn't really have anything going right now, right? His last thing was with Dave Dutra. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to, I'll do the contrary just cause I, I want to see some. Some storyline going forward. I'm going to go Rick Luxury on this one, but I I don't think it's going to be a clean finish. I think it's going to be, as they say, a dusty finish. Yeah, I think you're definitely right, but with Will, I know that he's going to come up with different tactics, so I'm going to have to go with Will Hobbs for my pick. There you go. And hopefully this feud will continue on. Nice. Yeah, no, like I really hope so. I Like I said, I love Will Hobbs. He's, he's great in the ring, and I want to see him like progress even further because I think he's got a lot of potential going forward in, in the business. Oh yeah. Yeah. Next up we have um, a four corners match for the, the vacant or has, so was this, was this a title before? I mean, I, I, I think it was like years ago, um, the APW junior heavyweight title. Yes, it was for like a couple years until it's being vacated. But now like APW official, is starting to bring about so it's now the inaugural APW Junior Heavyweights. It's kind of like the cruiserweight version. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is gonna be a fun match. Um, we have a four corners match of uh, Jungle Boy versus uh, Manny Faberino versus Marcus Lewis versus Jake Atlas. Mm -hmm. And Jungle Boy, I mean, he's uh, he's really been up and coming the past year, doing a lot of work with uh, Pro Wrestling Revolution, traveling to CMLL, I think AAA, um, with Pro Wrestling Revolution in in uh, Mexico. Uh, Manny Faberino, as you know, he is you know he was he took part in the the Greatest Royal Rumble. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He took place in the Greatest Royal Rumble as a, as one of the uh, the signees, the local signees um, that they that they they showed in the ring that beat up on um, who were the Davari brothers. There we go. Yeah, Arian Davari and the returning Sean Davari for just for a one time appearance. Right. Uh, Marcus Lewis, as you know, his last appearance, last time we saw him personally, was at the Virgil Flynn Third Tribute Show where he pinned. The going in raw H champion Adam Mayhem, um, and Jake Atlas, who uh, who I'm not too familiar with. I think he wrestled. He was in a tag team with Frederick Douglass, or no, not, not Frederick Douglass. Who am I kidding? It's well, Douglas James. Douglas James. I knew it was something Douglas. Douglas was in there somewhere. Um, but yeah, this is going to be the new uh, junior heavyweight title. Who who do you see going forward, Cindy? Well. 
at, at Jungle Boy's last appearance in APW was at Bay Area Bash. He did won the the Lucky Seven Gotlin for the Gold Tournament, and where like he could win any um any of the matches that of his choosing. So it looks like with the APW inaugural Junior Heavyweights. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling my pick is definitely going to be John Jungle Boy to be the first crowned junior heavyweights. Okay, yeah, Jungle Boy. Like I said, he's he's been on a tear lately, um, really advancing and coming into his own. I can really see him. I think his gimmick is a little. It's good. It's a little indie-ish, you know what I mean? I think if he moved up mm-hmm. to like Ring of Honor or WWE or something like that, he would kind of have to evolve into something maybe a little bit more. Um, evolved than he's doing right now, but he's one heck of a wrestler. Um, but I'm going to have to go on this one, uh, Mammy Fa- Manny Fabarino, um, just because I know he is just loved within the community. He's a great wrestler coming out of uh, East Bay Pro Wrestling. And, uh, you know, since he has WWE potential, I think they want to start putting some title belts on him. Hmm, interesting pick. So. And uh, Marcus, I mean, I would like to see Marcus Lewis win the title, but at the same time, I think Marcus Lewis, I think he deserves a little bit more. I don't say I want to say he deserves more than that, but I think he just, I think he can do more than that. I want to see him go after the internet championship or possibly the universal title. I agree. Yeah. Next match is a tag team match. We have the classic connection taking on the hidden future, the team Ooh. of... Matt Carlos and Dave Dutra, the future Dave Dutra. Uh, Cindy, what do you think about this match? Oh, man. Well, I know you like the hidden future. Well, I am a fan of both Hidden Future and the Classic Connection. I mean, I've been a fan of Classic Connection for a year now, and both of these guys still have it no matter what, especially with under the guidance of. Brian Zane, if you know him from YouTube, Wrestling with Regret. Yeah, he's a friend of a show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, they're very talented despite, like, you know, their whole, like, old school gimmick. Now, with the Hidden Future, I know they formed mid this year. I believe it was they formed. I would have to say they formed at Gym Wars back in April. Mm-hmm. April, it was ever since that uh, Matt Carlos did uh, make the save during the Dave Dutra versus Rick Luxury steel cage match, which is by far, I dub it match of the year candidate for APW. And then from there forward, that's when Dave and Matt started tag teaming together. And I admit, I am a huge fan of Dave Dutra um, for over two years now. And that this is like one of those hard decisions I have to make and to quote my infamous like tagline I'm going to have to make it as a undecided decision Corey. Wow. Wow. I mean I, I know what you mean man. It's a classic connection like you said their uh, their old school gimmick. I always felt like their gimmick was um, like uh, the four like totally Blanchard and Arn Anderson just walked into in and out one day and then didn't leave um they uh they're a good team i really like them i know buddy buddy royal he's been he's been doing some stuff with new japan i think i think training at the dojo in Mm. in socal along with i saw a picture of carl fredericks down there too so 
Um, it's good to see the classic connection coming back because, like, like we said before, I think I was saying at the last show that we haven't seen them in a while. Um, but I'm gonna have to go. Uh, um, I'm gonna go the, with the hidden future here, just because you know they are uh, very up and coming at APW. Um, you know, the classic connection hasn't been there so often. I really want to see the classic connection go over, but I'm gonna go hidden future. Interesting. And fun fact, uh, yeah, I used to, I, I like, I like I said, a uh, classic connection is really cool. I used to go to, um, I went to high school with Levi Shapiro and his brother. Oh wow! I didn't, That's... I, I, I didn't know them. I'll, I'll say that. I'm not gonna sit here and say like I was best friends with them. I didn't, I know of them. I think I knew of his brother. I went to class with his brother, and he was a little bit younger. Um, okay. But yeah, El Cerrito High School alumni right there. So I'm rooting for you guys, but uh, I didn't pick you guys. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Next up, we have the uh, open challenge, which was accepted already online. Carl Fredericks putting out an open challenge online after uh, he was a little mad. He wasn't getting in competition with him and his tag team partner, uh, Stiker Gongaseki. Um, but uh, he issued that challenge, and uh, none other than his former tag team partner, Stiker Gongaseki, accepts. And this is a loser leaves town match. Oh, okay. What do you think, Cindy? Well, I wasn't even surprised that Steiger accepted a challenge to BFD Carl Fedrick. Like, if you guys saw, like, what's going on at the last APW show, which is the Kings of Indies 2018, mm-hmm. like, you can see that, like, there has been a little bit of tension going on during the match between um, between them versus Reno Scum for the APW tag team title, and that's when it caused the, um, the title switch. Right. So... I couldn't even blame with Carl Cedric. I mean, he has like one of those huge egos that nobody can surpass by. And I don't know how Steiger can tolerate with BFD's ego. Didn't, uh, I think, didn't um, uh, Fredericks take the pin at the last match when they lost the titles? I believe so. I believe so because I remember thinking that. I wanted to ask uh, Chocolate. I wanted to ask uh, Steiger that. Um, but I forgot, you know. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's weird going forward. It's a loser leave town match. I mean, whoever loses has to, has to leave APW. I mean, presumably forever. Yeah. I mean, you know, you never know what could happen in the world of wrestling. Uh, but Cindy, who do you got? Well, this is one of those hard decisions I have to pick by, but it's going to be based on like how it's going to turn out at the end and all truth and logic for my pick. It's going to have to go with Carl Federicks. I mean, like, Carl Federicks has, like, an amazing, incredible run in APW, and I feel like he's going to be coming into, like, a longer run for it. And as well as for Stiker, well, I guess it's time for him to go to APW. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I would like to see Stiker win this, but I see a big push for Carl Fredericks. Um... Yeah, I'm going to have to go with you on this one. I'm going to have to go uh Carl Fredericks on this one. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, Stiker. I'm sorry. Don't don't hate sorry. us over here. Sorry. We'll still be sitting in the chocolate poppy section. Don't worry. Uh next up we have uh let's see. It's the intergender tag team match or a six-person tag team match now. It was originally just an intergender tag team match, but we have some two two extra people added to the match. We have the team of Zaya Brookside, the Blackheart, Shotzi Blackheart, Joey Ryan versus Samara, the Warrior Princess, Brittany Wonder. That's her name, yeah. right? Brittany Wonder yeah. and 
the team captain, James Ellsworth. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, uh, it's going to be a fun match, you know, all in all. You have uh, Zaya Brookside, who is uh, just competing in the Mae Young Classic. I haven't checked any spoilers yet, so the only thing I know is about, um, you know, uh, Negan, Negan Newell or Tegan Knox. Um, Tegan Knox. Yeah, about her breaking her leg. That's unfortunate. Um, but Zaya yeah. Brooks, I know Drew Ioshiri, I think you were telling me. I'm not checking to see what happened. I'll wait to see because we're going to do a prediction. whole thing um, on City Wrestling Radio coming in the near future. But uh, then you have Joey Ryan, who's you know wrestles in Lucha Underground. Shotzi, who's an Impact. James Ellsworth, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You have all these different you know people yeah. from all around the business coming together in this match. Cindy, what do you think about this match? Well, first of all, it was supposed to be a single match between Joey Ryan versus the recently quote-unquote fire WWE superstar James Ellsworth. Hashtag and then add- Ellsworth. Yeah, it's <laughs> not going to happen. But anywho... Um, and then they change it into like inter- intergender tag team match be- with Joey partnering with Zaya Brookside and James teaming with Samara, which is completely random. And then they ch- added one more person to the mix, adding Brittany Wonder, which I did see her, which, Corey, we did both see her um, at the, the Virgil Vir- Flynn. Yeah. Pro- yeah. She was tag teaming with, I think it was Joe Smokes as part of the, the Wonder Cats. Um, yeah. Tag team. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then adding one more person for team Joy Ryan is none other than Shotzi Blackheart. I mean, I knew that she's going to be coming to APW because I've seen her Q&A question on on Instagram stories where you post the Q&A question. Yeah. And someone asked her when she's going to be coming back to APW. And then she posted the flyer for Sucker Free. Sucker Free. And I was like, yep. She's coming, but we're not sure which match. So it, so it's pretty interesting that they added, added her to just in the six-person tag team match. Yeah, and especially with an incredible team. Like she's part of Impact, and she's teaming with someone that like I could even imagine that as part of a dream tag team partner for her, Zaya Brookside, competing in the May Young Classic. And then you have someone who is currently in Witch Underground, Joy Ryan, of course, of all mm-hmm. people. So I'm looking at really excited for this match, and especially how James Ellsworth is going to be in the ring. Because we've seen his in-ring action in WWE before, but not in the whole independent wrestling vibe to it. Absolutely, yeah. I think, um, and that's kind of his whole uh, shtick, is the whole intergender uh, wrestling right now. Because he's, he's, I think he's still the intergender champion, right? Yes. So I'm sure he's going to be flaunting that title off um, during the show. Um, so, uh, who do you got for this match? Well, Corey, you know what my obvious answer is. <laughs> it's going to be Team Ryan Brookside Blackheart. Yeah, I, I think so too, but I think the real winners of this match is going to be everyone except for Joey, or for James Ellsworth. Um, for the simple fact that, uh, I, like, I agree with you that about Joey, Zaya, and, um, and Shotzi going over. Um, but I can see after the match, everybody just going going up to Ellsworth and giving him a finisher, including Brittany Wonder and Samark. I, when I heard Brittany Wonder was tagging with James Ellsworth, it just it seemed out of place. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I can see her, uh, both her and Samara turning on Ellsworth at the end, just to kind of give him the you know give him his comeuppance. Oh yeah, and the question is, will we see like a 
intergender title defense. Oh, yeah, especially mm. after the match. Like, I could see Shotzi maybe taking it. But, it, I mean, that, you know, we'll see. He's been he's been defending that title pretty well the past, mm-hmm. like, six months. Um, I think he even defended against Matt Riddle at a certain point. I guess. I think so. At Joey Janela's spring break, so... Oh yeah. Yeah, and I think he come he came out on that on top. I mean, was still with the title at least. Yep. Um so let's see. Next match we have for the night is going to be the the All Pro Wrestling Universal Heavyweight Championship match. Jacob Fatu challenging one Jeff Cobb, the Universal Champion Jeff Cobb. So, well, I mean, this is going to be a real I think this is going to be a really good match after the last showing at King of Indies when mm-hmm. Jeff Cobb turned on Jacob fought too. Oh yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't really, you know, they weren't really partners, but at the same time, you know, they were both, you know, ultimate baby faces. Um, and Jeff Cobb just giving him the, the, the knee strike after the match to Jacob fought too and taking him out. So and it looks like a heel turn for Jeff Cobb. I wonder if he's going to drop that title. He might be going to ring of honor soon. At least that's what the rumors have been for a little while now. Um, what do you think, Cindy? Well, I feel like this is going to be a very one interesting match. And before I get into my pick, you were at New Japan Pro um, back in July 7th. I was at New Japan Pro. Jeff Cobb did compete for the Never Oboe title. Right. And when he came out, he did wear his APW Universal Heavyweight title around his waist. That was really cool. Which that was cool. And especially that chant where everybody was chanting APW during the match. That was by far amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, it gives me some goosebumps like during a show. So it's pretty cool that Jeff Cobb is representing APW at one of the... One On a of grand the... scale, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it... I remember them saying, I even watched a little bit on TV. They, you know, they when Jeff Cobb came out, they said, oh, Jeff Cobb coming out. He's the all-pro wrestling universal champion. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that was really amazing. It shows that... Like, he does care more a lot of all pro wrestling, especially that is, like, one of the Bay Area's, um, I would say, best wrestling company all around Bay Area. Ooh. Which, uh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. would I would say, yeah, all pro wrestling is, yeah, I would, mm, I don't want to put anyone else down by saying that, but yeah, I would have to think that. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, let's, back to, like, the whole, like, predictions pick with, Jeff and Jacob. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is going to be like one of the interesting matches so far, especially you have Jacob who recently lost the APW internet title against none other than JR Kratos with the help of Mr. Mike Miller. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And you can see like that match at Bay Area Bash, it kind of reminds me of the. NXT TakeOver Chicago 2 between Gargano and Ciampa where everybody's starting to cuss doing like the cussing champ to Ciampa that's what I get the vibe when, yeah. when they start doing the cussing chant to to JR but, but hopefully with Jacob he could definitely redeem himself for the match especially for the Universal title so for my pick and it's going to be a no brainer because regarding with Jeff Cobb my pick is going to be is Jacob Fatu to be the new APW Universal Heavyweight Champion because with Jeff Cobb's scheduling, like he is still with New Japan Pro, and then you say that there's going to be a rumor that he's going to Ring of Honor soon. Mm-hmm. So I think it's about time that that Jeff Cobb 
longest reigning APW Universal Heavyweight title reign. It's come to the end. Yeah, and Jacob fought too. He would be a, a tremendous babyface champion for APW too. He's probably um, he's he's one of the, he's just like uh, just like uh, Will Hobbs. He's just such a approachable guy. You know, every time you walk past him, you say what's up to him. He says what's up right back. So oh, oh, totally. Especially you know the last name Fatu. That sets it all. Oh yeah, son yeah. of son of the Tongan kid, and uh, and uh, is he? Uh, he's a Tonga. Is the Tongan kid? Is he brothers with Rikishi or? Yes. Okay, so okay, so he's cousins with the Usos then. Usos, The Rock, Roman, yeah. The whole family. The, yep. The, that's a, it's a that is a large family in wrestling. Oh, yeah. the, the Annoy family. Yeah. Um so, you know, let's backtrack a little bit. Oh yeah, so I'm going to go uh I'm going to go Jacob Fatu as well. I think we're going to have see a new Universal Champion crown that night. So. Yep. Uh let's backtrack a little bit. I think I did skip one match. Um like you were just saying, uh JR Kratos will be in action, action that night as well. He'll be defending his internet championship. And the the new uh, the newly made internet championship. You saw that new belt, Cindy. Oh yeah, that belt looks so perfect. I think it already debuted at Bay Area Bash, but we didn't see like the whole picture. No, n- no. So at Bay Area Bash, and that's when Kratos won the title, right? Yes. So at Bay Area Bash, they brought out a a, a title that looked very similar to the. Uh, it was a kind of like um, it was just. A it it was like the the original Universal title. It was like the backup one they had um, that I think you know. Um, and then now they're bringing up the brand new, you know, more a little bit more modern now too. Yeah. Um, a little bit more internet champion design on it. I like it. It's a beautiful title. Yeah, I agree. So, um, yeah. So uh, he's Jr. Kratos, and it, will he be accompanied with Mike Miller? I don't know. I mean, time will tell. I mean, Mike Miller's going to be busy, like, with, you know, a company, James Ellsworth, and J.R. Kratos' challenger. Rich Swan. Which, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, I always thought Mike Miller, it, if they could put anyone in the position of APW general manager, he'd probably fit it pretty well. I agree. Um, yeah, so, like you said, J.R. Kratos versus Rich Swan for the – APW Internet Championship. I'm gonna have to go Jr. Kratos on this one. Um, I think Rich Swan. You know, he's um, uh, there's debate on uh, people go back and forth on him just because of the situation that happened. Um, you know, with him and his wife, and I think people take personal accounts into it. I don't. I don't like to think about that. I try to think past that. I think, I think people can change and grow. Um, but at the same time, he just look at look at the size of the two people, you know. Mm-hmm. J.R. Kratos is a mountain over Rich Swan, and oh, yeah. uh, given Rich Swan is the former cruiserweight champion, I still don't think he'll have what it takes to beat J.R. Kratos. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Cindy? Well, despite the whole controversy going on with Rich Swan, I mean, yeah, it is like kind of like a hit and miss debate going on. Right. Well, with Rich I mean, he is now with Impact Wrestling. I mean, he's trying to regain his career, especially he's working with his wife on Impact Wrestling. Yeah. So, I have a feeling with this match, it's just going to be 
one of those quick match that is going to be good, but I feel it's probably going to be quick. And regarding with Gr Kratos, he is now the top heel of APW so far. I mean, like I said in the previous prediction picks, that you know he's getting the Tommaso Ciampa treatment. Oh, he's getting that, yeah, that Tommaso Ciampa heat, just the yep. the booze every yep. time he walks and- out. Yep. Yep, and the cussing, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, for my pick, and hopefully this is going to be another, like, treatment he's probably going to get. Uh, I don't know. It's probably going to be, like, a mix because of, you know, you have Rich Swan that is competing. My pick is going to be J.R. Kratos to retain the title okay. with a clean finish. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see Rich Swan going over in, like, a dirty finish. You know, maybe J.R. Kratos just gets a chair and just starts wailing away on Rich Swan. Yep. Um, but you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh yeah. And next up, we have our main event for the evening. We have the APW Tag Team Championship match: Reno Scum versus the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon, Ziaromiero, and Phoenix. Holy crap! Yeah, this is gonna be one hell of a match. Oh yeah, you have your current Impact Wrestling star taking on. Former Impact Wrestling star, who is the current APW Tag Team Champion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, just look at Pentagon's last match with Sammy Callahan at Slammiversary. How crazy that got. You know how crazy Reno Scum can get. Phoenix. Yeah, it's just all together. It has the makings of probably, probably I would say, a five-star match. Oh, yeah. I mean... I don't think Meltzer will be there to review it, but I mean, he could be. He does show up sometimes. Well, you never know. You never know. Um, but yeah, with this match, I'm going to have to uh, say Reno Scum retains their newly won, because they did just win these tag titles at King of Indies. I don't think they're going to drop them anytime soon. Yep. Re- Reno Scum uh, keeping the titles. What do you think, Cindy? Well, I could agree more, Corey. I mean, if you saw Reno Scum's promo, yeah, you know that they're not afraid of taking any action. And plus, with Reno Scum, they have incredible like tag team matches. Like you see their tag team match against Michael Elgin and Brian Cage at last November's APW show, and then you see their match against Ring Kong, Timothy Thatcher, and Walter at Bay Area Bash this year. Mm-hmm. Now, like they're taking on. Like the Lucha Brothers, who are like the top luchador internationally, especially with Pentagon Settled Miedo being the current Lucha Underground champion and being the top guy in Impact Wrestling as well. Well, and so is Phoenix, too. So, yeah. yeah. So, my pick is definitely going to be Reno Scum to retain a title and that match. It's going to be one of the top match of the night. Oh, de- definitely. Um, yeah. And the whole Penta and Phoenix thing, I just, I also do think that they're not going to be picking up a whole lot of titles coming to the near future because rumor has it that they could be going to WWE soon. Hmm. You but never it's, know. It's WWE. I heard WWE if it, on our new show. We talked about, me and Michael talked about uh, WWE being interested in um, Pentagon, Phoenix, and Shane Strickland. That would be pretty interesting, especially the fact that how how they're trying to add more of a notable star. But my concern is about his Pentagon because, well, let's just say that his, well, the way that he approached, especially 
his colorful language in Spanish. Oh yeah, that's not. Yeah. He's not gonna be. <laughs> and that's the thing I worry about uh, too, because you know he he has more of a dark character. Like I say, go back to his character, his work with Sammy Callahan at his last ma- at his last big match. Um, and then you'd have like you know he he does all the cursing in Spanish. Um, but a lot of that do, does have a lot to do with the actual luchador, like how luchadors act sometimes. Because I've been to a few lucha lucha shows and they've been very, very small, um, mm-hmm. and they do all like all the wrestlers are like cursing, you know, they're all like calling each other stuff that I would never repeat. Um, and I'm like, wow, all right. Um, but you know, I love Pentagon. I'm just worried that what the main roster can do to him because I've seen what they've done to other great luchadors. Like yeah. like Grand Metalik, he was um, the finalist in the Cruiserweight Classic, and now he's just in a random tag tag team, you know, with two other luchadors. So exactly, and then now if you saw like they announced the kickoff pre-show for SummerSlam, Andrade Cien Almas. I mean, he used to be a luchador as La Sombra. He's right. now in. Yeah, he's now in a pre-show match along with Selena Vega versus Rusev and Lana. So I actually kind of feel bad for Andrade Cien Almas that he is now his first pay-per-view and Selena Vega too is a kickoff pre-show. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate I hate that, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Selena Vega or Lana, but I don't like that they're being the vocal point of Cien Almas's story right now. Yeah, you know. which, yeah. No, uh, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, let's, uh, it's, you know, it's, that's APW. That's, that's what we think. Um, there's no other matches on the card for that night, right? I think we went through them all. Nope. Those are all the final card. All right. Well, I guess uh, I guess that's uh, that's when we, uh, we got to get out of here, right? Yep. All right, uh, Cindy, I'll talk to you for a minute after this, but uh, just uh, let me sign off real quick. Guys, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been uh, for City Wrestling Radio for the Prediction Addiction. I'm Corey Smith uh, in the studio, like I said, joined via satellite with Cindy G. Where can they find you again at social media? You guys can follow me at nodq.com slash Cindy. They'll take you directly to Twitter. Also, make sure to follow me at simply underscore C underscore OK on Instagram and my YouTube channel, as well as the second YouTube channel with me and two of my boys, Brian and Tyler, as Tyson Poppy Production. That's spelled T-Y-C-I-N-P-A-P-I Production. And for other wrestling-related news regarding WWE and whatnot, make sure to follow NoDQ.com for the latest news on the website. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Nice, nice. And guys, don't forget, All Pro Wrestling, Sucker Free, next week, August, I keep doing that, August 17th at the Pachili Event Center in Daly City, California. Um, I think doors at 6.30, bell at 8 or 7.30. I think there's been conflicting reports, but I, I that's what it usually is. Yeah. Yes, uh, so doors 6.30, um, bell at 7 30 and guys get there early get your tickets now because uh it is uh with seating it is first come first serve so i mean you will have your pick to a certain section um but the best seats are always the people who get there earliest oh yeah so guys like i said for city Rest- for city wrestling radio i'm Corey smith for nodq.com you're cindy g 
and I'll see you next week with a little bit of a G1 coverage with me and Michael. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. All right, bye.